0: This is a shock podcast. Shock. A rock star's guide. Surviving the Malaysian music industry. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the Rockstar's Guide to Surviving the Malaysian Music Industry. My name is Darren from The Bad and Honest Mistake and I started this podcast just so that you, the listener, the musician, the artist, you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did, okay? You will have this guidebook that I've created from my experiences, you know, right here on the show. And, you know, they're short, they're easy, tiny little chunks, good and easy for you guys, All right, Now, I just came back from a tour over the past two weeks. We played in Ipoh and Penang, and then we went down south, we went to Johor and Malacca, and all of which, we did everything by ourselves, 100% ourselves, no labels, nobody else involved except us. You know, a lot of people think that touring is fun, oh, touring is easy, touring is glamorous, rock and roll, you know, but the thing is touring is actually harder than it looks okay it's mentally draining it's um a whole lot of anxiety that comes prior to the show prior to booking it's always a hit and miss so sometimes you get a large crowd sometimes you don't you know but that's kind of how it is and you know we're gonna talk a little bit about that you know how it looks like for a band that's going out on tour for the first time you know when non-musicians think of bands on tour they typically think oh you know crowded venues you're jumping into them and you know you're body surfing and all that but often than not it is a stereotype and it is often wrong and typically pertains to established artists right i feel that really really big names you know maybe like in the u.s you know these kinds of things happen locally in malaysia i don't think it ever happens you know so Let's look closer at the touring segment of the music industry and you'll see a completely different and markedly less glamorous side to touring. Like I said earlier on, it is hard work. Let's find out an outline of what touring is like for bands who possibly are not famous, not wealthy or critically acclaimed. So the first one is booking tours is a hellscape of pure tedium. Now it's absolutely tedious, it is crazy. Now when I was booking all these four i had to scope out who these people are i mean thankfully i've had prior experiences before especially up in penang i've played in penang a couple of times and i'm experienced there so i just spoke to the venue directly planned the show got everything sorted out but Epo, for example was something new and you know i just dropped them a dm and they responded and we just, you know, from DM, we moved to WhatsApp and we moved to like online meetings and that's kind of how we did it. And now uh, with Johor and Malacca, we got Malaya role involved. So they hooked me up, you know, for Johor, they sorted things out. And then in Malacca, you know, there was another person who connected me. So, you know, it's all through connections, you know, but at the same time, it's just really, really tiring. And, you know, it's always unsure because, you know, you might be speaking at a different wavelength as well. So all these things are tiresome. And even when venues, a lot of these venues, basically, they don't pay you to play. You got to, you know, do it based on ticket sales. Booking is tough. But what I've discovered works is that all you need to do is just send a DM or an email, you know, or if there's a number, just give it a call, drop a message. That's kind of how it is. You know, you got to do it yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. All right. So first one is booking is a little bit of a torture but it can be done. So the next thing is... Number two, all the non-musical details are handled by you, the artist, okay? From asking the venue's bartender for payment after the show to procuring places to sleep along the tour route. Now the thing is, all these non-musical aspects of touring are handled by the musicians playing in unestablished bands, alright? So I am saying that you can always work with a team, but in a band, there always has to be this one person who's just great at organising stuff. In my band... It just so happens to be me. I have to do all the bookings for the venues. And at the same time, I book the transportation. I do the marketing. I do the artwork, you know. So this tour that I did in the past couple of weeks, you know, the Lonely Hearts Club tour, it's really 100% DIY. And we just wanted to do it just because we wanted to get out of KL to experience and to gain new fans. I mean, gaining new fans is like the byproduct of doing the show. But we just wanted to get out of KL and just go to all... All these smaller cities and check out the scenes there alright so basically you know when it comes to touring by yourselves you know doing it diy all these non-musical details are handled by you so cash for tolls cash for food you know do you have enough money for hotels you know where are you gonna stay what time is sound check? what time are you loading in what time are you loading out you know what time do you need to wake up to get to the next venue for example when we played in Epo, we got up and we left kl at about seven in the morning, we got there by about 9, had breakfast, chilled out, went to the hotel and then did our sound check and then played the show. The next morning, we left at about the same time as well to Penang, did the same thing over again and then on Monday, some of us decided to leave early, some of us decided to leave later, right? So same thing when we did in Johor as well. So but Johor was a little bit different because going into Johor, there was a massive jam and we saw coming out at that time, alright? It was massive. So we knew that if we wanted to get to Malacca from Johor, we needed to leave early but then again all these things they are non-musical things so you as an artist you would have to pick this up and do it Number three, the shows are sparsely attended and often story worthy. The thing is, shows can sometimes be packed. They can also be very, very empty. So it really depends on on how much you push it, how you book it in the sense that where, when and who the lineup is, all these things are absolutely important. But the stories that come out of it, that's what's interesting. DIY shows can be rough, but here in Malaysia, we can do it if you plan it well. So speak to the right people, speak to the right bands, you know, especially have bands that are from the area as well so that, you know, they can at least be your little crowd cooler. Alright, now the next one here is you'll sleep a lot on floors, okay? I remember when we played in Klantan many years ago, Leonard actually stayed back, my guitarist then, and he stayed in the studio and slept on the floor with the guys there, alright? So uh, we travelled by bus eight 18 hours because you know it was Klantan versus football game and it was a long holiday and it was just very very bad and I vow to never ever play Klantan again or at least you know if we were gonna take a bus probably not we'll just fly there okay so yeah sleeping on a lot of floors is pretty common and that's kind of you know the whole diy spirit okay so night after night of this begins to wear on a band sometimes so even if it's comprised of energetic musicians blowing 50 bucks or like 300 bucks on a room a night doesn't make sense when you're probably not gonna earn as much but If you guys want comfort, you know, go for it by all means. You know, that's all in your pocket. And that brings me to my next point that touring is expensive because a lot of which, you know, it's coming out of your own pocket because sometimes if you... Can't make the minimum sales. How can you pay for the venue? How can you pay for the rental of backline? So, ticket sales is also very important. All these things, the monetary stuff is absolutely important as well. So, if you get an opportunity, you know, maybe hook up with a friend, you know, who's there, stay in their house, that could definitely save your cost a whole lot. All right. The next point of DIY touring is this, okay? Which is kind of like the highlight of it all. As bleak and as crazy and difficult and rough as it may be, you might just have the best time of your entire life. Yes, there are massive drawbacks of DIY touring, but tours for small bands can always bring lifelong benefits. For example, when I went on tour with Hello Is This A Band, I Lost The Plot, all the pop-punk bands, you know, in 2012, it was cool because like right now, we're still friends. And Lynn, the singer of Beat Burns then, now she's an independent artist. She's a solo artist. And it was because of me, it was through me, that now she's married to her husband. So you see, like, lifelong relationships are created as well. So for new bands without performance experience, I think it's good, you know, because you're playing the same set over and over again and it's a chance to develop musically, and forge a real musical identity. When you tour with your friends, you know, you build connections, you build your friendships and that's one of those things that can last forever in your career, okay? So something that is absolutely sacred about touring together, okay? When you're setting out, you know, going out, defying the odds and actually find success, that is where the beauty is. And for us, we have definitely forged those kinds of relationships over the years. So, but lastly, I wanna leave you guys with this, okay? Okay, touring is difficult but there is always a good way or a better way of doing things and you just need to be a super, super good planner. Don't just think about the music but think about the things that are around, you know, the whole music world, okay? The non-musical things that need to be done to make tours happen. So touring makes or breaks bands because it's incredibly hard and it is thankless work, okay? So the musicians who can handle the many pitfalls of DIY touring are more likely to embrace music making over the long term than those who can't. So my name is Darren from The Band and Honest Mistake. I hope that this episode of the podcast has been beneficial to you, okay? This is The Rockstar's Guide to Surviving the Malaysian Music Industry. I'll be back again real soon for the next episode on touring as well i'm starting this like kind of like three part series okay i believe that you know i just went on tour and i want to share this with you guys as well i'll be back in the next episode so yep